everybody welcome to another episode of the jay and barry boxing podcast here in the cult of ramble ranch in the rambling gay man studios i'm your host whiskey jay the cult leader you guys know the moniker you guys know the nicknames yo it's fight week oscar valdez shakur stevenson junior welterweight unification we talk about tyson fury's claim to being the best heavyweight of all time in his retirement fight of a knockout of dylan white and boxing news boxing topics boxing everything you guys know the deal but i don't do this by myself i'm with my co-host he's ready to go this guy has enough practice from last night's episode of geek in and geek out so he's ready he's what you say born ready the one and only <laughs> beery in the motherfucking house beery what up man what's going on bro hey good okay it's fight week it's fucking fight week hey man to be honest i've actually been enjoying all these fucking fights the last couple weeks yeah me too it's fucking great Except for last week, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever, man. Uh, of course, I'll give you my take, but yeah, but yeah. This been lately's been going very, very good. Oh, boxing, boxing. Oh, yeah. Like I said, boxing goes through this fucking like, like a, it skyrockets. The stock market for boxing is high right now. You want to buy stock? This is the this is the best moment. I know, right? And I think what uh, the last fight would be. Charlo versus Castagna, right? Would it be the last fight before we go into the second half of boxing, right? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say so, yeah. Yep. But it's crazy, man. Right now we're watching Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchett. Um, that's what I was talking to B-Ray. So we both have our predictions ready. But yeah. I was talking to B-Ray the reason why I wanted to watch this fight because the way I go about predicting fights is I look at their best performances. You don't want to look at their horrible performances because you can't base the fighters on their horrible performance. Everyone has a horrible night. Styles make fights. Mm-hmm. Maybe this guy, maybe the... Oscar Valdez's last opponent, that style didn't suit him. Burchett did. You saw Oscar Valdez at, at his best. And Shakur Stevenson for Jamil Herring was at his best. So that's how I based my uh, predictions for the, the, this weekend's fight. Which, we didn't announce it yet, but if you guys are listening, tune in to us on YouTube, on the Rambling Network uh, YouTube channel. We're going to do another episode of Whittier Fight Club. It's going to be me, B-Ray, and a special guest. Yep. I guess it's a one person that was coming over this Saturday. <laughs> and we're going to be watching a couple of the undercards before the main event of Shakur mm-hmm. Stevenson versus Oscar Valdez for the unification of the junior yeah. uh, junior lightweight belts. But baby, what do we got tonight? You're the man of the topic. You're, you're the man of the hour that has a topic. Well, I guess why not start off with last week's fight that happened in the U.K.? From the 94,000 people, it was Fury Fest. It was Fury yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was Fury Fest. I guess allegedly, right? 94,000, I guess. So they, Apparently, 94,000 people were the in The highest attendance. attendant record yeah. of all time. So Not of that time, not of this time, but of, but of all, all time. time. Oh, Fury Fest. Yeah, they were really sucking his dick that night. Um, You're telling me. So yeah, last Saturday night, Tyson Fury, Dylan White. Oh, man. I don't even want to start off with the undercard. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I actually don't. I'm glad because not much right there, really. So, how I, much was that pay per view fight? Apparently, it was. Um, if I remember, I think it said sixty five bucks. Not worth it. It was not worth it at all. No. You know the funny thing is, they talk about Fury selling ninety four thousand sold out crowd. It's Fury Fest and this and that. No word on the pay per view buys for this fight. Nothing. No bragging, no foreboding about this and that. Oh, but people, haters were quick to point out Spence's pay-per-view number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. They were, they really jumped on that. They really they did. They were quick to talk about that, but no, no, no. Let's not bring about Fury's numbers. Let's not bring Fury's numbers up. Let's talk about 
Fury selling ninety four thousand in in England. Yeah, exactly. So that's all. They, that's basically what they were hitting. Exactly. No, no one's saying shit about the yeah, numbers. It's gonna be a week, and no one's talked about it. Nothing, right? So usually, in a, one week after the fight, that's when they start. Kind you of start getting projections. Projections of and it. Then there's nothing. I bet you, if you look it up, it's probably like I want to say less than a hundred thousand. Way less. You I want to say way less. You want to say way less? Way fucking less. You think they did a the Triple G did a hundred thousand? You're saying uh, Crawford's first pay per view fight, which was like what eighty eighty thousand, eighty thousand, eighty ninety thousand pay per views. Like eighty thousand, like eighty thousand. You know, no one cared. No, not no one really. cared. Like only pure boxing has like me and you actually watched it. I mean, the, our special guest was uh, which at that last week was Escalante the Casual. He knew nothing about neither fighter. No, nope. <laughs> he was just there for the beer and pizza. Of, of course. And fucking TTB Chubbs, the 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 buka, the bukaki of bo- of uh, boxing. <laughs> you know, no, the cuck in boxing. The, c- the cuck. He just watches. He just watches boxing. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't like it. He doesn't enjoy it. He just watches. He's a cuck. Yeah. So the cuck of boxing just came for the beer and pizza, and just to be hanging out with the boys. Yeah. And uh, I mean. I'm sorry for you guys who had to watch that episode because it was just me and B-Ray enjoying it. And the, rest, the two guys were like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Which got me. That's why our special guest this Saturday. Yeah. Believe me. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, a whole lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. A lot of fun. This guy's excited. I hope he doesn't cancel. But if it's not, it's just me and you. Yeah, that's not so bad. But Fury won by knockout, which is eighth round knockout. Uh, sixth round. Sixth round. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Sixth round yeah. knockout, actually. Over Dylan White. <sighs> Look, I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be a, at least a, uh, an ugly fight. I was hoping. You were hoping for an ugly fight? I was hoping they go at each other. Oh, no. no. Like that. That's what I meant. Like, ugly. Like, yeah. Uh, Dylan, uh, to me. A heavyweight fight. I was hoping. Kind of hoping. But my expectation was very low. Let, can, can I just say this then? And I know people are going to be like, really? Can we give credit to Deontay Wilder then? Because Deontay Wilder Why? so far. Why <laughs> is the only guy to have given Fury a tough fight, even though he, True. even though Fury won two out of the three fights. Fury was in danger in those two or three those he, three fights. Yes, he was, except for the second one. But in those two fights, he was in danger. Yeah, you know, no one's actually given it to Fury. So I think if there's any credit to be given, you got to give Deontay Wilder credit because he's for a guy that supposedly doesn't have boxing skills, he gave quote unquote. The best fight, the best heavyweight fighter in the last thirty yeah. years, a hard fight. Right. Dylan White waited four years for an opportunity, and he gave us this. Yo, that I, was disappointing. Yeah, it really was. I mean, Fury even said it about Wilder. He said that he still thinks he's the second best heavyweight in the world right now. So I sometimes think he says it just to fuck around, but just to fuck around. <laughs> I might tend to agree with him, but I know Joshua to me is. The best, one of the best heavyweights. Because I think he mentioned something like that. He says that once the the belts get dropped, he says he kind of hopes he does come back and he collects all those belts, especially the WBC. He said, "Well, he retired allegedly." Yeah, allegedly retired, exactly. How I think that he put a more of a show performance coming into the fucking ring than the actual fight. My thing is four years waiting, four years complaining that you're the number one contender right? for the belt, and you get blown out big time. I don't even know if I gave him one round. Maybe one, I guess. I, think, I don't even know. I think I gave one complimentary round to him. Maybe one. Yeah. But the rest was just fury. Like And like I said, I mean, I know people are like, well, you know, Dylan White at least won one round. Wilder hasn't, like, actually, in three fights, Wilder won what? Four rounds out of five? Four rounds, I want to say. In yeah. three fights? Yeah. Dylan White won one. But at least at least Wilder landed the leather on this guy. He did. White didn't land shit. I don't think he landed anything, really. And and for everyone to come out and say, you know, Dylan White this, Dylan White that, I'm sorry. I think Deontay Wilder would have destroyed Dylan White. He would have. Oh, yeah. He would have the Dominic Brazilled him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he would have Dominic like Brazilled him. first, second round, yeah. He would have Dominic Brazilled him. Yeah. Dominic Brazilled his ass. I totally agree. So, I don't know, but Fury, Fury put it on performance in front of his crowd. Fury did Fury. It was a Fury show. It was a Fury show, really. I, I mean, I can't really say. We really can't go too much in detail. Not, not really. Not that we don't want to, but the fight was so one-sided. It didn't make it. It was not fair for It's not fair for us to give here. And and it's not that we don't want to give Tyson Fury credit, but we just don't want to give him credit. No. I, I mean, we don't. We don't. I mean, it's not like we're sounding like haters. We're being real here. 
Yeah. What's to really? What's the word I'm looking for? What? Yeah. What's to really like go crazy for? I'm sorry. That performance was lackluster. You fought against a guy that for some reason just did not show up. Not hit. Not again. Not Fury's fault. No, of course not. Not Fury's fault. But you can't hang your head on just that. No. And I mean, we obviously we gotta talk about the knockout. The gopher. We gotta talk about the knockout. We all saw that he landed that uppercut right, and it looked like a shove. And man, Dylan's Dylan White's head just looked like a nasty whiplash. It and was not hard. It was not that hard. He was already that was falling. It. He was already yeah. falling. No, get out of here. Well, Dylan White was he he commented saying, "When the uppercut landed, I was buzzed, but he full on pushed me. I fell over and hit my head on the canvas, which is illegal. But as usual, they let Tyson Fury do what he wants and get away with it. I should have been allowed extra time to recover." I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Yeah, you got up. You tried to. You looked wobbled. The ref did the right thing in stopping the fucking fight. You know, you did not give him any indication that you were ready to take on this two hundred and seventy-two pound guy who was going to start bulldozing you right now. Yeah, this is heavyweight boxing. Yep. Secondly, let's be honest. The ref only had what four title fights. In his uh, own yeah, we, you you were mentioning a lot on the live episode. Yeah. Yep. Four. Right. Four. He had four, four title fights, title fights, and his whole entire career is, you know, other than that. So he had an inexperienced ref, but I mean, the way he fell, yeah, there was no way. He, what, what kind of time did you want? He gave you a count. And you got up. He basically fell since he got since the last thing was a shove. He felt like, nope, that is not that should not count. He you watch should. that replay. That he was already he was already out on his feet when that fucking uppercut. That yeah. whiplash did it add to it? Sort of. Yeah, but not a lot. He was already out. He was out on his feet as yeah. soon as that uppercut hit. You see his eyes roll up already. He felt like that. He he. I guess he, he probably feels that that should have been a loophole for him to recover. Okay, but my thing is this: then what would have been the difference if you got up? You In were, his mind, he thought he would have recovered. No, no. But what yeah. would have been different in the fight? You were already six rounds down. Yeah. You were starting to get picked apart by Fury. Mm-hmm. Fury was starting to get closer and closer. Yeah. With his punches. No, I agree. He was starting to get more physical uh, on you. Yeah. What would have been different this... Uh, what would have been different if you got up and I recovered? I don't think that much. Nothing, but, bro. But again, in his mind, he felt like I, he should have should, got another chance to continue. But nothing would have happened. Nothing yeah. different would have happened. Because I think I kept saying it, too. Like, he's not changing much of the rhythm. He's not doing anything different. Nothing is changing. He's allowing Fury to take over. He he fought a Fury pace round. He fought Fury's you know feints. He you know he allowed yeah. Fury to do whatever he wanted. He never let Fury be uncomfortable. He never cut the distance. He didn't do a lot of things. And like I said, for a guy that spent four years you know clamoring for a shot at the title, yeah, I'll say this: I don't think he's gonna get a shot. It's gonna be another while before he gets a shot at the title again. Oh uh, well, yeah. After a performance like that, shit. Who knows? That might be his last one. I I don't know. I mean. I, like I, I said it before, he was in the top four, top five heavyweights in the yeah. list. He falls below now. He does. He falls below. Um, shit, let me pull up the heavyweight list right now, what they have so far. I, I doubt they've updated the list since this fight. I think they did. The pound for pound list? No, no, heavyweight. The heavyweight, oh, the heavyweight, the heavyweight ranking. ranking on ESPN. Because I, think, because I, I believe the, the pound for pound list Yeah, was, I saw that. And then, yeah. Uh, no. Was that, what's your next topic while I'm looking up for the division ranking? Um, again, it's it's Fury right here. You know, of course, after the fight, if I remember who made an appearance there. All right, so uh, hold on. You got Tyson Fury number okay. one. So this rec- this was updated on Tuesday. So this is updated Tuesday. Tyson Fury number one. Usyk number two. Of course. I would do Usyk 1A and Tyson 1B. Mm, I get you. Deontay Wilder number three and Joshua. I think because of Deontay Wilder's loss, he drops down. I would give Joshua number four. Yep. Because of the devastating fashion he lost. Yeah. Andy Ruiz number five. Okay, Dylan White falls. Joseph Parker. I think Parker takes the number six spot. Ruiz. Go- I think. I think is. I think everyone goes up as Dylan White goes down. Yeah. Ruiz is coming off a win. He goes up. Joy Joyce. I think is on. I'm going on a win. I think I think uh, Dylan White should be in the top. Uh, should be in the t- uh, number ten ranked fighter right now. Yeah, I agree. He falls. He falls. He falls way below. Yep. Yeah. So technically, if you actually look at it, so uh, right now, number two should be the Joshua. Number three, Deontay Wilder. Uh, number four should be Andy Ruiz. 
uh, seven, uh, number five should be fucking jo- Joseph Parker. Number what? Fi- I'm, I'm I'm fucking up the numbers here, but it should yeah. be so it should be hold on. So yeah, Tyson Fury and Usyk should be both number one. Anthony Joshua number two, Deontay Wilder number three, Andy Ruiz number four, Joseph Parker uh, number five, Andy Ruiz uh, Luis Luis Ortiz number six, Joe Joyce seven, Otto Wallen eight. Who am I missing? I think you got them all. Yeah, just, you, you just gotta get the ones in the bottom if you want. But yeah, there's no the bottom. Okay, and then yeah. whatever the last two, and then of course Dylan White should be number nine, um, ten, and number yeah, nine. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who number nine. I think it somebody should be uh, number eleven. Number eleven. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it should be the the predator. Oh okay, yeah. I, oh yes, the, the predator. They should put yeah, They should actually. Not the film guy. Um, no, no, no. I know. <laughs> Michael the bounty hunter. There we go. Michael the bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. The Michael, Michael hunter should be the fucking number there ninth ranked go. heavyweight in the world right now. But um, that's why I view it. After the fight, of course. Um, so apparently there'll be a fight with Fury and what's his name? Ganu? Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, right? Uh, Bob Aaron was quoted that, you know, with their fight, they will do bigger business than Mayweather and McGregor. <laughs> No one's ever going to beat that. No one's going to beat that. But Bob Aaron's mind and his crazy mind, he feels like that they'll do bigger numbers. No, I don't think so. Bigger business. No, says, yeah. I don't think so. Yep. That's what he believes in. The then, reason why mm-hmm. Mayweather McGregor was maybe the number two best fucking pay-per-view all-time seller of all time was because McGregor was a polarizing figure in the UFC. Yes. And Mayweather is a polarizing figure in boxing. But both guys had transcended boxing. Yeah. McGregor had transcended. He became bigger than the UFC. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah. He became bigger yeah. than the UFC, and he was at the top of his game. Floyd Mayweather became bigger than boxing. Yes or no? Yep. So when you have two of the biggest fighters in the respected sport fight each other, you expect the be- one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time. Mm-hmm. At That's this true. moment... Tyson Fury is considered maybe the number one best fighter in the heavyweight division against arguably, not even arguably, the best heavyweight currently right now. But neither guy is transcending boxing or transcending MMA. Mm-hmm. If I were to go across the street and go, hey, man, did you watch that Tyson Fury fight? Who? Who's that? Exactly. If I go around the corner and go, hey, man, did you watch Francis Ngannou? Who? But if I go, did you watch the guy who fucking punched, uh, punt, uh, what's his, uh, something, was it Charlie Danger? Oh, Danger Aaron. Danger Aaron in the, <laughs> in the, in the balls, mm-hmm. in the last jacket. Oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They know him only from the movie. They don't know him from fucking MMA. But if I go across the street and go, hey man, are you gonna watch the Floyd fight? I thought, what, he's fighting? Oh shit, I didn't know Floyd's fighting. They know who Floyd is right away. Yeah. Are you going to watch the McGregor fight? Oh, hell, who's he fighting? They know who he is. They know who he is. They don't know who Fury and McGonagall is. So for Bob Arum, that 90-year-old piece, piece of shit promoter that <laughs> any day now, any day now, Damn, Bob, man. any day, we're waiting, Bob. <laughs> he knocks on what I don't. <laughs> any day now, Bob, says that, it's stupidity. Now there I know is. why Oscar get, is looking up to Bob. Yep. I see why too. I see why too. <laughs> and also, uh, what will probably make people may laugh. Oh, I know it makes us laugh. Of, of everyone. Not I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people are saying that Fury. Oh my God, he's regarded as like probably the best heavyweight. He should be. He should be in the names of guys like Ali and Frazier. How Rocky Rocky Marciano. You know Eddie Hearn. He was quoted by saying. He's the best heavyweight on the planet. He could be a he can be a generational great, but with with victories over Deontay Wilder, you know Vladimir Klitschko and D- Dylan White. Please don't talk about him in the same breath. Yeah. as Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. That's what he said. I tend to agree. I don't yeah. tend to agree. Yeah, me too. With uh, Eddie Hearn, but I'm agreeing tonight. Look, everyone just finds it impressive because Tyson Fury has a reach advantage. And a height advantage and a weight advantage, and yeah. it's and everyone's at awe to see a guy who goes in comes into the ring at 272, 282, move around like a light heavyweight. 
You know, it's it's, it's astonishing. Yeah. I I'm I always make fun of Chris Mannix saying that resumes, you know, everything's based on resume. Yep. Look, Tyson Fury can claim all this. I've held all the belts in the world. I don't need to prove anything. You actually do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because boxing, boxing will pick and choose when it's okay to do things, when it's okay not to do things. For Tyson Fury, he gets a pass. I don't know why. Uh, before, before Fury became, you know, the Gypsy King to us now here, you know, a popular figure in boxing right now. Mm-hmm. He was considered a has-been fighter who, way past his prime, who blew his, who blew his career on cocaine and booze and hookers. Yeah, <laughs> and the Fury's gonna beat him. When we saw that Tyson Fury has a little bit left in the tank, the talks became well. Deontay Wilder was never really the best heavyweight in the world. He's not even the skilled heavyweight. Anybody can beat Deontay Wilder, mm-hmm. but he gets a pass for that. So Deontay Wilder is arguably the worst technical boxer in the world. The only thing that saves him is the right hand. The that right was always hand. a thing. Yeah. The right hand would save him. The right hand would save him. He's not a great fighter. But he's put on a list for Fury resume to put him in contention with guys like Joe Frazier, Rocky Marciano, Joe Lewis, Muhammad Ali, fucking Evander Holyfield. Yeah. Lennox Lewis. Lewis. To me, what, what I found very insulting is what I kept hearing is that people were saying that Tyson Fury would beat Lennox Lewis. Yeah. I believe they somebody mentioned Fuck that. Because that no. conversation came about. No. Came like, what would have happened? No, he wouldn't. He would have not. Fuck no. Fury has the, the intestinal fortitude to stand in there, but I don't think he makes it out. No. They don't make fighters like that anymore. Fury, Fury, Fury sturdy. Their Fury would have been one of those guys that after a while just, you know what? They'll beat the sturdiness out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way, man. There's no way. I think, you know, like I said, Fury. It's funny because they put Otto Wallen. Nobody oh. knew who the fuck Otto Wallen is, but he's put on a resume. And for that, we're going to propel him up to be one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Okay. Yeah. He dethroned the Klitschko era. The mm-hmm. regime. The Klitschko regime. Yeah. He dethroned it. You're giving credit for that because you're the first man in since Lehman Brewster to beat Vladimir yeah. Klitschko. Mm-hmm. Great, but you've done nothing since then. You know, yeah, you beat Deontay Wilder, but you look at the boxing forums, boxing critics. No one really respects Deontay Wilder. No. So how are we gonna say you're the greatest fight heavy, heavyweight of all time if, first of all, everyone said Otto Wallen. It, I think Otto Wallen was ranked number what fifty seven in the world. Something like that, yeah. He number fifty seven, number yeah. number twenty something in the uh-huh. world. All of a sudden, that 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 name on your resume is good enough to make you right next to Muhammad Ali. <laughs> no one respect Deontay Deontay Wilder. All they said, all he has is power. All he has is a right hand. He's not a good fighter. At best, I don't know how he's still here. <laughs> but for some reason. It's okay to have that name on the resume to make you to sit right next to Joe Frazier. Yep, yep. Beating Vladimir Klitschko and on, the, on a split decision win, on yep. a split decision win, puts you right next to uh, the the great fighters like uh, Joe Lewis, the Brown Bomber. Yep. That's okay, even though two a year after that, Anthony Joshua cements his legacy by destroying Vladimir Klitschko. Yep. But Joshua's not in contention, though. That makes no sense. Now, I'm going <laughs> to say this, and this might be controversial. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. The reason why ESPN's on Tyson Fury's dick, the reason why certain boxing forums are on my, uh, Tyson Fury's dick and not other fighters that have actually accomplished something. Now, I'm not discrediting Tyson Fury. He, he beat the champion back-to-back. He defended his belt. Mm-hmm. He used to be the unified champion. But you know why he gets most favored by anybody else? Because boxing is always trying to look for the great white hope. Shit. Very true. And I'm not trying to bring the race card, but I'm bringing the race card here. Boxing is looking for the next great white hope. Yeah. That's what they're looking I for. I didn't even think it that way, really. 
when you put it that way, kind of makes sense. Name. Now, the conversation was that I'm coming to America. But besides <laughs> Rocky Marciano, name one great white heavyweight we've had. Oh, fuck. You're right. The heavyweight besides division. Rocky Marciano. The oldest division in the world. Oh, my God. Wow. No, I can't. No. So why? do you see yeah, no, why no. it's so it, it's so it's so compelling for these guys to want to prop this guy up as one of the greatest heavyweights yeah. of all time? Holy shit! You're right. You're right. It's a simple resume of Otto Wallen, Vladimir Klitschko, and Deontay Wilder, who you fought three times, and that puts you up there as one of the best heavyweights of all yeah. time. And I get it. People are going to be well. He hasn't been beaten yet. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He hasn't been beaten. Been over there on the, on the other side, he still has another challenge. Mm-hmm. You know? He still has another challenge. To me, it, it's funny because we're, we're quick to say, oh, you know, it, he can retire. He's done everything in the world. But for other fighters, oh, no, he needs to beat that guy now. And that guy now. And when he remember? Yeah. Well, look what happened to Floyd. Flo- oh, he, he's never going to fight Cotto. Fights Cotto. Oh, but you know what? He's never going to fight someone like Canelo. Beats Canelo. beats Canelo. Oh, he's never going to fight Pacquiao. Beats Pacquiao. Oh, you know what? He's never going to fight Triple G. The challenge get bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and more exaggerated. Which I think that was the last. Yeah, that was the last thing people were saying. Oh, he, he he's not going to fight Triple G. He'll never fight Andre Ward. No. <laughs> they become exaggerated. Yeah. So for me, it's okay for Fury to be like, I just beat Dylan White. I'm done. I don't need to prove anything. No, you do, man. All this talk about I'm gonna be undisputed, I'm gonna be that. Now all of a sudden you don't want it. Cause he did say that. I remember that. You all of a sudden undisputed. you don't want undisputed. You don't want it anymore. All of a sudden you don't want Ex- this fight. Yeah. Ex- you were willing to get sued by Deontay Wilder to get the Anthony Joshua fight. You were talking about that you want the winner of the rematch. All of a sudden mm-hmm. you don't. To me, if Tyson Fury wants to be. In the same category, in the same list, but not in the top, not, I mean, not even close to them, but in the same list. Yeah. As the great fighters that everyone's trying to compare him to, he needs to win the remaining belts. I agree. You want to cement your legacy as one of the best fighters of this generation? That is your challenge. I really Because agree. I'm sorry, you hanging your hat on Otto Wallen and Deontay Wilder and Vladimir Klitschko, Klitschko. Are, are not. Mm-hmm. And I repeat, not the best way. No, it's not. History will write down and th- right now we're cl- right now we're like, oh, history will will finalize his chapter and he'll realize he didn't do he didn't do enough to beat yeah, there. No, it always happens. History will look at him and be like, mm, nah, he wasn't that good. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Like to me, I look at him. It's like he's under the cuss. You know, he's, he's right there. He's, he's right there. He's right there. Like, fuck, man. Like, that's how I see it. Yeah. That's how I see Fury. Like, all right, he's good, but damn it. If he goes to that next level, then we'll really see. And that's the next level. And he would have wiped out basically uh, in two arrows of boxing. Yes. That's what he needs. He needs to fight the winner. See, of- that's legacy status. Exactly. You, 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 you stopped the Vladimir Klitschko era from continuing because this yeah. motherfucker, his empire... It was never. You, you, I remember there was. We saw there was no end to this. No, it really did feel. And, that then, way. and then no Fury was able to pull off the decision. Yeah. When I, oh shit! If you're able to to gather all three belts, mm-hmm. you nearly stop this era of boxing where we didn't get the fight we wanted, which was, which was at that moment Joshua Deontay Wilder. <laughs> yes, yes. You were the monkey wrench. You were, it really was. You cement your legacy. But fighting. Your last fight against Dylan White is your now. That's how you're gonna hang your head on. That's how you're gonna. Yeah. I'm done. Thank pretty you. Pretty much. No. Pretty much. Can't do that because he made he made some he made a comment about the heavyweight champ U- Usyk. Uh, Fury said it's never gonna happen because I'm retired. But I punch him. I mean, around the ring, he's a middleweight, blown up. I've already been the undisputed champ champion. <laughs> Okay, I've won every single belt there He's is to win. He's never been the undisputed champ. Yes, you've held all the titles. You've held, you held all the titles except for the WBC. Right, WBC. You, exactly. You've 
You fucked up. You 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 uh, vacated the belts. You came back with the mythical ring magazine belt. <laughs> you won the WBC belt, but you didn't win back the other belts. Yeah. The goal was to reclaim everything. You were never undisputed. Never undisputed. No. I guess I guess maybe also he's probably be like, "Why well, won them all total, not all at once?" So he probably feels like I've done it all. You asked well, who was the last un- heavyweight undisputed champion, and I go, "I think I think it was Lennox Lewis." You corrected me. Yeah. Who was the last undisputed champion? Lennox Lewis. He was actually the last one. The last guy. He held every belt. I believe uh, yes, every belt. I can check again. I know. I think I you I asked you and you said you I told you and you said no. Oh no, that was Walter. My bad. We're talking about Walter Walter division. Walter division. Yeah, exactly. Lennox was the last guy to hold all the belts. All the fucking belts. The I'll WBC, WBA, IBO, WBO, and IBF belt and ring. B. I know he held. The, I know he held the ring. Yeah, you're gonna put last uh, last undisputed heavyweight champ. Oh man, that's, I think he. I think he. Need, I think he was missing one. The WBO. He's missing the WBO belt. Yeah. No, the WBA and uh, John Ruiz was the WBA heavyweight champ. WBC. IBS, he held everything IBO. except for the WBA. Check it. And the reason why, because at that time when John run. Uh, when Roy Jones beat Andy Ruiz, I mean Andy Ruiz, John Ruiz, he won the WBA belt. Lennox Lewis was still the champ. Yep. He held he held all he again, there hasn't been an undefeated champ. Yeah, I want to say it was Lennox Lewis so far. Lennox Lewis was not, dude. I'm telling you. I think Mike Tyson was the last guy to actually unify all the fucking belts. They even had a parade for this guy when he beat uh when he beat uh not Leon Spinks, uh is it Leon Spinks? No 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 um shit. There's Leon, there's what, um, is it Michael Spinks? Yeah, when he beat Michael Spinks, that, that was for the Mike undisputed Spinks? belt. Mike Tyson was the last undisputed champion, if, I, if I'm not if I'm correct. Lennox Lewis did not hold the WBA belt. Lennox Lewis held, like I said, the WBC, the IBF, and the WBO in Ring Magazine. And maybe the IBO. He never held the WBA because John Ruiz held that motherfucker for a while. Not even that. Uh, Chris Bird was the IBF heavyweight champ. So you mean he only had the dude? He was never. He was awarded. Yeah, he was awarded. He only had the WBC, WBA, IBF, and of course the ring. Yeah. So he was missing. He one. was awarded the WBO. belt due to because of the fact of the fact the politics was never gonna give. Never. He was never gonna get the belt. Yeah. That that's the only reason. So he was awarded the name undisputed champion. He was never. Cons- the reason why I can remember Ring Magazine was kind of giving you that notion if you held the Ring Magazine belt, technically you are the man of the division. You are the man. It's, it still kind of is in this way to this day. Yeah. If you have that belt, that means you are the man, the champion. And Fury held, Fury held it. I don't know why. I don't know why exactly. I don't know why either. Well, wait, wait, wait. The fight with Wilder. Well, I, I believe that was considered. No, was that considered? How was that considered? To I me, think, I, I don't. Remember, yeah. I don't get how is that considered. If Fury was out for so long and Joshua was fucking running through a lot of guys. Yeah. Shouldn't Joshua have been the Ring Magazine champ? I, I, I believe the first. Yeah, the first two fights. I think it, it was. It was on the line. I believe. I could be wrong. How was it on the line? Like, I, don't I have get no it. idea. I don't know if it was because he was the last person. But he had been retired for, what, two years? And you're telling me Ring Magazine never said, hey, you know what? We should give it to Joshua? Apparently not. Sadly, no. No, I'm sorry. I'm... Just move on to this time. I'm going to get furious. I'm going to get, <laughs> get furious. Well, I, get, I didn't finish the quote. He says, I, I already won the, I've already been the Undisputed Champion. No, I won every single belt there is to win. You have, but you have won him consecutively. I've got more to do. You do have I'm some, out. You do have something to prove. That's what he said. You do have to. Do. You need to fight the winner of Usyk. Ch- uh, I Joshua. totally agree. That's but, the guy you need to beat. But it doesn't seem like he wants that now. For some apparent reason, I guess he felt like, no, what I need to for? Or, or unless he's trying to do like another comeback fight, like, oh, you know, ah, he might pull that shit. Which is to me, it's it's not gonna work because if he ever does that shit, I'm like, of course, of course, I'm not surprised. Don't think I'm gonna jump out of my fucking seat. I'm, I'm not. I'm not falling for that bullshit. My thing is. Tyson Fury is is not a, a he doesn't move the needle. No, he doesn't. Sorry, he doesn't no, he move doesn't. the needle. Like nobody gave a shit about last Saturday night's fight. Not really. Nobody gave a shit not about really. last. Saturday. You don't move the needle. Back home, you do. Back home, you do. I, I was. I even I, said. I said it on the telecast. Yeah, there we go. I was about to say. British fans are the most loyal boxing yeah. fans of all time. Be right next to Puerto Ricans and Mexican fans. Mm-hmm. British fans are the most loyal fucks. They'll pack yeah. stadiums for a guy. And you even said it. There's a reason why it happened in the UK. There, there is. And not right here in the US. 
If he was so popular, why didn't you sell out the t- T-Mobile Arena? Exactly. Because nobody wants to see the nobody. Deontay. Well, they don't want to see nobody. the Tyson Fury show without uh, uh, guest appearances from Deontay Wilder or someone else. Yep. Josh would probably be able to. I don't know by now, but Josh would be able to, to have done. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, he got MSG. Tyson Fury hasn't even done MSG. He did the he did the 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 hall of the ballroom. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You haven't even sold that MSG, bro. <laughs> Look, he's right. He's collected all the belts, but he hasn't won them consecutively and held them all at once. It's like Dino saying, I held all the I held I got each stone, but I lost them all. But I actually held all stones at once in prior times. Now I didn't put I didn't hold them all at once. Yeah, you know, but I did hold them one time, like yeah. one each, yeah. <laughs> not all at the same time. That's basically what that's he's what saying. he's saying. That's basically, what he's saying, yeah. That's that, that's like having sex with a girl going, "Did you have sex?" Yeah, I put the tip in. No, you didn't have sex then, bro. <laughs> and one last subject for uh, from Tyson Fury. God, I know, man. He he was on the news, man. He he was a talk. He was the man. He was a, basically the man. If you think about it, in a way, everyone loved to talk about that guy. He was he was a subject, a big subject last week. Um, Vladimir Klitschko. He said that I'm delighted Tyson Fury won. I don't want to promise anything big, but if the war in Ukraine will soon come to an end, if I'm in good shape, who knows? Maybe I'll have this dream of breaking George Foreman's record. <laughs> now he did say something like this. Not not like. It was April Fool's Day a couple years ago where he says, man, I kind of feel like coming back. Uh, obviously, it was April Fool's Day, whatever. Now, obviously, this is we're not we're not in April. I mean, we're towards the end of April, so it's not April Fool's. So I'm like, what? Is he is he trying to the, what, what's the what's the one thing he kept, kept saying? Honey dickiness? Is he honey dickiness? I think it's a honey dick move. Or, you know, he, he is really is considering coming back. I don't think so. I don't think so either. The guy was prone to injuries later on. Exactly. And he couldn't even beat a guy like Joshua, like now looking at it. Like, Which I think he should leave it like that. Great fight. A great ending for him. It was more of a passing of the torch, but yeah, great yeah. ending. It was great ending, but yeah, it was more of a passing of the torch. Alright. Um, we're going to say just a little bit of um, one last thing for the heavyweight division. So, apparently, this was from um, from geez, let me get the name. Chava Rodriguez, right? Yeah. On ESPN. So, apparently, he said that there's, apparently there's a fight. Andrew Ruiz Jr. versus Luis Ortiz. August 13 in Los Angeles. Oh shit! So that's basically it's, it. Sounded like it's a, almost a done deal, but uh, I, I don't want to say this is official. But this is coming from somebody from ESPN. August 13, L.A. My thing is this: if Fury vacates, you think the WBC makes this for the vacant WBC belt? Wilder, I don't think Wilder comes back. True. Right now, he's still in like what limbo? Like we don't even know what's his move now, so we don't know. Do you think he fights for the? Maybe you think, you think these two guys fight for the vacant belt? They might. Al Heyman could sway it. He he could actually if if that does happen, I I guess. And make and they make uh, Fury the franchise belt champion. May, maybe they might do that. I don't know. I don't know how he will feel because I mean, remember we're we're still we're still thinking he's he's bullshitting. He might come back. I'll say this. I'm going to make another prediction. Yeah. Andy Ruiz, Luis Ortiz is going to be for the vacant WBC belt. Damn. All right. The uh, Tyson Fury will be elevated to franchise champion because of what he's been able to accomplish as one of the greatest heavyweights in the last 20 years. <laughs> and then Hosuluman will say because of that, he is now elevated to the heavyweight franchise champion. Oh, man. They, they might. Believe me. They might. Trust which, me, that happened. Which I'll be ashamed because it should it should be Fury facing the winner of Joshua versus Usyk, man. Nah, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that. All right, man. So Showtime PBC made an announcement. <clears throat> all right, three days ago. Okay. So Jamal Charlo, the WBC middleweight champion, the middleweight Charlo. Okay. Exactly. The middleweight Charlo will take on Selecki. Oh, I don't know how he pronounce his last, first name, but his last name Selecki. June eighteen. In the Toyota Center. Yep. I like Charlo, but uh, I was hoping uh, a better opponent. No disrespect to Selecki. 
No respect for Selecki. I, I expected a, another opponent. Well, better, I mean, like a, a hey, bit, bit of a hey, better hey, opponent. But he was chasing the Mungia fight. He was chasing the Mungia fight. You gotta, give, right. you gotta give him credit for that. His people were chasing the Mungia fight. They really were. So it wasn't like it wasn't like Selecki was the first choice. No, no. Mungia was was the first choice. But I Golden Boy pulled out. Yeah, I guess I'm. I guess I'm just overall disappointed. Not really with with Charlo and Showtime, because I get it. It's more like a damn. I yeah. I wish it was a better opponent, but of course, they ended up with that. Because you're right. They tried to get that fight with Mungia, and it didn't happen because apparently Mungia is yeah, a negotiation. Yeah, because look, the Janani uh-huh. Golovkin's tied. He already fought. Demet- uh, Demetrius Andre's tied up. Mungia's tied. Ryota just lost. Eubank just fought. Um, can't pronounce this guy right now. Yeah, me either. Jan Beck, uh, Laboy, whatever. <laughs> Carlos Adams. He could have, to me, he should fought Laura, but I know him and Laura on the same camp. Ah, oh, that's why, yeah. He, I think Selecki is a, to me, okay. I'll, I'll say this right now. I'll, I'll be okay with the Selecki fight. If it means he's gonna fight Benavides later down the road, true. If he gets past Selecki and Benavides gets past Lemieux, then I'm okay with the Selecki fight. Yeah, I'm okay with the Selecki fight. I don't I know about you. No, yeah, I'm, I, I'm okay. This yeah. is and this is kind of the Canelo policy to me. Remember, I, I remember I okayed Canelo fighting uh, Yearden. <laughs> if it meant he was gonna fight Billy Joe next, yeah, which that was I was okay case. because yeah. in boxing it's okay to take a tune-up fight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay to take a soft fight to prepare you for your next big fight. Yeah. It, it was always done in boxing. Chavez was notorious for it. He would fight like at least yeah, yeah. two two or three cab drivers before he took a big fight. Yeah. You know, you pad up the record. You get the people, you know, clamoring for it. Yeah. You know, you already know that you already know that Benavides is tied up with Lemieux. Yeah. You're, what are you going to do? Wait? No, fuck it. Let, let me get in the ring. <laughs> let, me, let me get some money. Let me get some easy money. Yeah. And then we'll set up the big payday later down the road this year against Benavides. If that happens, if that yeah, if it doesn't, then I think this is a shit fight. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think it's a shit fight. I totally agree. Totally agree. And some Canelo news actually mentioned his name. Canelo. Some Canelo news. I guess he was getting into a I don't know a, a Twitter beef. I guess with um, God, I pronounce his name Kamaru Kamaru Usman. Usman. Yeah, the the UFC's welterweight champ. Yeah, had some comments with Canelo. He's been calling him out. He actually has actually. He, he this, has is the first, this isn't the first time he's actually called him out. In a while. he actually has. I think somebody named Ali. Ali. That's his manager. That's his manager. Bashir. Yeah. You know he says uh, Canel Bashir Bashir. Uh, uh, Abdul Abdulaziz. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, don't sorry. worry about it. Yeah. I, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. But yeah, he said Canelo is an absolute chicken. He's fighting guys with five thousand followers on Instagram, which I'm like, the fuck. He's well, with that. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Does, <laughs> does this guy work for the zone? I, 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 right. Is he part of the Ryan Garcia kind of thing? Where like, hey man, you got <laughs> two million followers, man. Eight like, million people, followers. How you don't fucking start off with that? I go, fuck. Oh jeez. I, 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 that's why I go. You fucked up there. Anyways, he goes, yeah. How? He is fighting guys with 5,000 followers on Instagram. These guys will never do nothing for his legacy. Now I understand why he doesn't want to lose to someone like Usman. And I get it. You're promoting your fighter. He is. You're promoting the fighter you manage. I get it. But you sound stupid. You sound stupid. By, cla- by claiming you're fighting guys with 500,000 followers. Exactly. You're fucking stupid. What the fuck? And I like how Cornelio responded by going, who the fuck is this? With emojis of him laughing. Because that was the dumbest thing ever. It is. That's the dumbest thing ever, dude. Like you're really gonna you're really gonna sit there and tell me that my legacy is shit because I've been fighting guys with yes. less followers. Really? And then, yes. And then Usman came back. He goes, "Let's let's just all relax before somebody gets hurt." Winky face, right? And winky emoji. And Canelo responded, "I agree, cause it will not be me." And then he, Usman responds, "In the cage or in the ring? I'm willing. Find out in both. Are you?" Of course, Canelo called it basically payday. You want payday? I basically, know that. I know that. That's basically responding. He basically said, you calling me out, right? You want payday, right? So you know where, but sit down is not your turn you know what? You know what he told them, right? I have a legacy to make. You know what that meant, right? You want payday, right? So you know where you're going to have to fight. Exactly. <laughs> like, so again, Usman even, Usman even got fucking like, murdered. So you know where he goes, yeah? Oh, in the cage or in the ring? Well, bitch, you're calling me out, so of course it's going to be in the fucking ring, bro. Then Usman responded, enough said. You don't want that smoke in, in a real fight. I hear you. How Good luck, f- champ. It, <laughs> well, 
You're the one calling Canelo out. Okay, I, I usually never defend I mean, Canelo here, but... Yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you. First of all, Canelo fucking wiped these guys out. Oh, I agree. I he agree. fucked both of these guys up on Twitter. I totally agree. But come on, really? I totally agree. Usman, I respect Usman a lot. Yeah. One of the most accomplished UFC welterweights right now currently yep. on the roster. But, bro... This is this is this isn't a this is this isn't a retired half-ass Mayweather like no. McGregor fight. You're fighting in his prime. Canelo in his prime. One of the most vicious fucking fighters currently oh, right a now. Vicious counterpuncher, man. You're fighting a guy that makes a living hurting people. Yeah. Like his 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 fucking career is hurting people. Yeah, he's a big like he. Yeah. I I never hear about Canelo's business endeavors. It's about his fighting. No, I like with Mayweather. Mayweather, Mayweather promotions. Mayweather strip clubs. Mayweather this. Mayweather that. No, no, Canelo's in the hurt business. And I get it, Usman. You're in the hurt business too. But you're you and your fucking manager who know nothing about boxing. Your manager though, who <laughs> knows nothing about boxing, are calling out arguably the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Yeah. Of course you're going to fight in the ring, dummy. <laughs> and, you know, for you to be like, oh, you don't want to fight in a real fight. Bro, in a real fight? This isn't about real fighting, bro. This is about you challenging me to a fight. So you're going to, of course, you're going to fight in boxing. Now, if Canelo opened his mouth talking about, you know, I can beat any UFC fighter, then, yeah. then Canelo has to back it in and go in the cage. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But these guys are challenging very him. Very true. Now I was reading. I was reading, and I was uh, reading, and I watched this video of this guy talking about that a boxer would lose nine out of ten times to an MMA fighter. Agree. I would agree with you, but if the fights if the fight starts off standing up, nine out of ten times the boxer's gonna beat the UFC fight, beat the MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah. You get me? Now, if the fight ends up to convert, like if they both fall on the floor. Oh, then of course fuck, yeah. the MMA fighter got the ground game going. Yep. But if this fight is about going toe to toe, like if the first thing that happens is we throw fist, mm-hmm. bro, nine out of ten times you're gonna lose, Bobby. Yep. <laughs> you're gonna lose <laughs> because guess what? The boxers, the boxers striking is gonna be way better. Than the striking from the MMA fighter. Yeah. By the time you react to his punches, you're already busted up, and you're gonna have to react with a kick. By that time, he's already busted your face up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, like I said, it, to me, it's a fifty-fifty toss-up street fight. Yeah. Depending how the fight starts off. Very true. And let's be honest, when boxers have joined, when boxers have jumped into the MMA ring, you don't see these MMA fighters wanting to fucking strike them. They want to. They want to kick them, or they want to fucking drag them on the floor. Yeah, because they know that's that's when they're really gonna dominate them. Okay. Yep. So is it really a fair fight then? When you know you're dominating him in one realm, stand up with him then. Yeah. But Usman and his and his uh, manager. Well, first of all, I'm not gonna criticize Usman. Usman does want a payday. I'm gonna crit. I'm just gonna criticize Usman's. Mm, Ignorant uh, manager who knows nothing about boxing, or I don't even think combat sports. I think he's just the numbers guy. <laughs> you sounded stupid, and you won no fans. I award you no points. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. Oh, Jesus. What's the Christ. next one? <sighs> oh man. Well, what's the next one be? Oh, well, actually, at- the. Uh- that's pretty much it for all the boxing stuff. Oh, shit. We, uh, got, yeah. we went through the list? That's it, man. All right. You know what that means. Well, yeah. Oh, well, well, I, well, I do want to mention Canelo did did say, of course, you know, he did say that he feels like he's, he's obviously, he's in his prime, and he feels unbeatable. He feels like there's nobody in the world right now that can beat him. Of course you're going to feel that way. And I said, of course. I go, of course he feels that way. Of course. Of course he's going to feel that way. So he made that comment. Just wanted to mention that. He just he literally admits it. He feels unstoppable right now. You should you should feel like that. The way then, the way he's performing, you should feel that way. And then of and of course, you know, I would see it on social media, especially after Canelo fight. People always like to throw in that question. There's always somebody. God, who win in a prime in a prime versus prime? Canelo Alvarez or Floyd Mayweather? Of course they'd be throwing that out. Yeah, you, you got like a mixed review, mostly haters. Right. So I'm not gonna go into that. Exactly. Belay Jimmy, what I go what what I will go into is the new is this segment. 
our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. woman uh, you ever been with the real man uh, i'm number one <laughs> i'm ranked number one that means i'm the best <laughs> all right this saturday night in las vegas you've got oscar valdez versus shakur stevenson in a junior lightweight unification fight both guys are coming off wins this is undefeated versus undefeated yeah both guys Pretty much, well, Oscar Valdez is in his prime. Shakur Stevenson is basically going up in his prime. He's getting to his prime. Yeah. Right now, Shakur Stevenson is like right now ascending in by ascending into the boxing stratosphere right now by by doing this fight. Tough fight to call. Kind of is. B Ray, who you got this Saturday night? You can't go wrong with this fight because you you said it right. Two undefeated fighters, two young fighters, right? I feel like especially in that weight division, they're they're, they're at their best right now. So this is a very, this is a treat for us uh, for us boxing fans. I feel so. This is gonna be a very good one. It was kind of tough to call really, for especially seeing their last couple fights for Valdez and Stevenson. Um, I'm, I guess I'll I'll say I mean I I guess I'll I'll say the winner, and I guess I'll try. To, to know the reason why, but I honestly feel the smarter fighter. Both are good, man. They really are. But in my opinion, I feel like the smarter fighter, the one that has a bit of the edge, is Shakur Stevenson. In my opinion, yes, they're both hungry. But why the fuck do I feel like when I when I look at Shakur Stevenson, he's hungrier, and he looks more a bit more dangerous. Like to me, it's like he. He knows what what he, he knows he's good. That's the thing. He knows he's good. He mentioned about how like you know, hey, it's about hitting and not getting hit. He's kind of proven that. He kind of reminds me a little bit. I know people don't like mention me mention the name. He reminds me a little bit of Floyd Mayweather when he was in the at the very lower you know weight class, just pretty, a little bit. Pretty boy Floyd. Pretty boy Floyd, I should say. He reminds me a little bit of him. So. Yes, Valdez is really good. We just saw his uh, the fight the uh, the that that very famous knockout win against uh, Burchett, right? Yes, you're right. He looked good because the last fight not really, but you said Styles make fights, so it was an off night. But that Burchett fight, man, was really on, and he is trained by Eddie, Eddie right? Eddie also, so of course that plays you know plays along with it. So he's good in the ring, and I think he will give you know Stevenson some problems, but. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, man. I, I feel like Stevenson, he's the smarter of, of the two. He's the smarter of the two, and I think he will figure him out. So you got Stevenson by what? I got Stevenson. I don't know, like, say knockout. So I, I want to see I want to see a good 12-round fight. So I say Stevenson wins by uh, by decision. Wow. Unanimous unanimous decision. Okay. At the end of that fight, you 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 will know. Okay, yeah, Stevenson got that. You win. know that that that, okay. that was the winner. You know that that was. And the winner. I see Valdez. I don't know why. I I don't think he will look horrible. It's one of those fights where like, damn, that was good. He fought his ass off. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Just not his night. It was just not his night. That's the feeling I'm going towards. Shakur Stevenson. I feel like he's on a roll. I think he's a bit more dangerous. He's smarter. I think he takes the win. Shit, if Valdez wins, holy fuck. Well, if you want to say a, a star was really born, I guess. He, he he puts himself a bit more out there, if you want to say. He's out there. But if he, win, if he wins this, yeah. He puts himself a bit more out there even more. His stock rises a bit more. Gotcha. No, damn. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off by saying this. If you didn't watch last Saturday night's fight with Tyson Fury, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into the Saturday. Tune in this Saturday. MGM yes. Grand Arena. This one I'm excited for. Again, B Ray and I keep saying you got two undefeated fighters, one in his prime, one ascending into his prime. It's rare do you fight you find these two guys. I tend to um, I'm gonna agree with B Ray on this one. Shakur does look the hungrier of the both. Shakur has been I mean Oscar has been to the promised line. He's a two time division champ. Um so is Shakur, but Shakur yeah. still feels like there's more to his legacy to do. Oscar Oscar has his mellow attitude. But um, I think 
boxing boxing IQ, Shakur's better. Yeah. I think Shakur will have the faster hands. Um, I bet Valdez has heart. Now, sometimes heart, you know, sometimes trumps skills. Occasionally. Occasionally. But sometimes it's a, it's detrimental to you. Detrimental to you. I think I said it right. Mm-hmm. And I think it will be the Saturday night. I think Shakur Stevens and Oscar Valdez will be competitive for the first two, three rounds. I think Shakur's going to find the distance, find the rhythm. And I think he's going to start piecing up uh, Oscar Valdez. I think it's going to be a technical knockout for Shakur Stevenson. Shit, what round? I think ninth. The That's, reason why, yeah. it, and I say it's going to get stopped by Eddie or oh, by the ref. I think Oscar's face is going to get busted up in this fight. He's proven he can get busted. But he's not going to quit. No. And I think Shakur's going to keep pouring on and pouring on and get more aggressive and just, it's going to be a blowout fight. This fight, this fight's kind of, this. like I said, this fight's going to be competitive for like maybe the first three rounds. This fight's kind of like, you need to compare them to Floyd. If I can put this in the situation, this is going to be uh, when Floyd fought uh, um, Zab Judah. Judah, it was even for the first couple rounds. Right, yeah. And then Floyd figured it out and started piecing up Judah. And if, if it wasn't for that low blow, he most likely was going to get the technical <laughs> knockout, right? Can we all be, can we agree yeah, on that? I think we can agree with that. The difference between that Floyd Mayweather and Shakur you, is the hungriness. Shakur wants to explode into the boxing scene. He does. Shakur wants to be in the top 10 pound for pound list. He wants to be in the same discussion with guys like Teofimo Lopez, Ryan Garcia, the big fights moving up. He wants to be in that conversation. Beating Oscar Valdez gets him. Yeah. Into that conversation. So he's hungry. He's young. He's hungry. He wants to break out. The the Jamel Herring fight was kind of like the the first the appetizer. Yeah. This is the main course. And like I said, I think Eddie Reynoso with uh, Oscar Valdez, he's improved. I think you're going to see that. I think it's going to be competitive, but I just uh, I I believe that Shakur will still will have an answer for Valdez and is going to start piecing him up. Round after uh, round, yeah, and they get aggressive. And I think it's either going to be Eddie or the ref. They're going to say, you know what, Valdez, you you can't see out of your eye. You can't. It's going to be almost like uh, Ugas versus Spence, where you started seeing, you started seeing the the punches start piling up on Ugas's oh, face. Oh man, yeah. And I think you're going to start seeing the same thing on on Oscar Valdez. If you don't believe me, look at his last fight. His last fight, he you saw how touched up he got. Very touched up. Now imagine against an accurate fighter. Like Shakur, Shakur's accurate as fuck. He's maybe one of the most accurate fighters currently right now yeah. at the 130-pound division. So, my prediction, Shakur Stevenson, technical knockout, ninth round. Wow. And I can't wait to fucking call it this Saturday. I can't wait, too. Can't wait to do it. But, uh, B-Ray, you got decision for Shakur. I got technical knockout for Shakur. The ninth, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I know our special guest will give us his prediction yeah. going into that fight. Mm-hmm. Like before, And, you know, this pretty much... Tune in. It's going to be on ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. So we will be watching it. We're going to be opening the telecast at 6.30. 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The telecast for the Oscar Valdez Shakur Stevens that opens up on the Rambling Network mm-hmm. YouTube page. So tune into that one. Um, Are we good? Oh, yeah, we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to sign up. I want to thank you guys. Like I said, tune in this Saturday. Me, Beer, and a special guest will be calling Shakur Stevenson, Oscar Valdez on the Whittier Fight Club episode. Yep. Fuck yeah. Other than that, thank you for listening. Thank you for thank downloading. You. Like, comment, and share this episode. Go buy some merch. New merch is about to come out. Um, I'm gonna say right here, right now. Starting next week until Cinco de Mayo, we're gonna have a promo code uh, for everything. We're gonna knock off. Uh, I I'm still uh, talking to the team, but we're gonna give a discount for the Cinco de Mayo weekend. Awesome. Awesome. So if you guys. Want to get your hoodies, your T-shirts, yeah. whether it be on the Beer Boxing, whether it be at the Ram Alcoholics, the Two Utes, Geek In, Geek mm-hmm. Out, you guys will all get a discount code to enter to buy your merch. Expires on Cinco de Mayo, the yep. day of Cinco de Mayo. So you have five full days yep. to get your merch. <laughs> also, You heard it here first. Exactly. I also want to mention, because um, I remember you told me, you know, it's just, right, we're just going to do... Uh, 
ordinary episode you want to say, but I do want to mention, holy shit, man, this is our 200, 200 episode. And just want to say, man, I, God, love doing this show with you, love doing this podcast, and I, I hope to do another 200. Seriously. This is, yeah. this is our 200. This is our milestone episode. 200. And I actually liked those for this fight. Right? Yeah, exactly. It was actually for this fight. Perfect for this fight. Exactly. So, yep. hey, happy 200th episode. Happy 200, man. And thank you guys. Thank you. And thank you guys for tuning in for 200 episodes mm-hmm. with us. Like I said, tune in this Saturday on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We'll go on Instagram Live for a bit. We kind of had, we kind of were on for too long. A little bit, yeah. But we'll go on for the first half hour after that. If you want to continue, you got to tune into the YouTube. YouTube. We'll do it like that. Yeah, we can do it like, that. like that. Yep. Folks, enjoy yourself. Have a good weekend. Drink responsibly because we won't. (laughs) Well, I won't. Exactly. Later. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.